We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the program. Let's go to the GS Plumbing talk line and talk to Wayne in Greenville. Wayne, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing real good. Happy New Year to you. What's up? Happy New Year to you. Yeah, um, today uh, around noon, mm -hmm. I was listening to the Dana Life show. Yeah. And I understood her, understood her to say, was she was talking about this uh, Speaker of the House uh, voting. Right. I understood her to say that if they didn't decide who the speaker, if they didn't, wasn't a clear winner, that the outgoing speaker of the house would appoint. Is that true? Did that I, I don't. I see. Here's the thing: this hasn't happened in a hundred years, so yeah. we don't know. And I never heard her say how long it has to go on before Nancy would appoint someone. I, I don't know. the The longest, the longest time that it took was several months and 133 ballots. To get a speaker of the house. Okay. So I don't. I don't think there's there's any. All right. Uh, a timeout. Let's go to you know Plan B and just appoint somebody speaker of the house because I mean that would really take away the incoming Congress's um, power, wouldn't it? I, I would think so. Yes. Yeah. So um, we'll see. I mean, we're only on the. I think we're going into the fourth ballot here very soon. And uh, Wayne, I appreciate you calling in, but again. Longest or the most ballots that it took, <clears throat> I can't remember the year, but it was 133 ballots, and it took several months to happen. In fact, in uh, to, to 1923, I think they had nine ballots. I think I, I might be wrong about that, but it was something like that. So we've got we've got plenty of time to go. Before we really need to be worried about it. Uh, let's see. This guy, his name was Gillette or Gillette. Can't remember. Don't know which one. But this guy had to do to, to multiple ballots in 1923 when Frederick Gillette of Massachusetts was reelected on the ninth ballot of the 14 multiple ballot elections for House Speaker. 13 occurred before the Civil War. The longest speaker election in House history was in 1856. It took 133 ballots and two votes, according to the Washington Post. But what we're hearing right now is that Representative Jordan is really gaining a lot of momentum on this. 
and we will see how this whole thing works out. I mean, I, how many ballots do you think is going to happen? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, to, to, to Charlie, 1924, that's when Pelosi was appointed, right? Yes, you are exactly right. That was her first uh, first uh, time as Speaker of the House. Charlie, you just explained McCarthy's problem. If he worked out a deal with Trump, Bush Republicans will never vote him in. Well, but these aren't the Bush Republicans that, I mean, come on, you're going to tell me Matt Gates is a Bush Republican? I don't think so. I don't think so. Charlie, are Timmons and Duncan voting for McCarthy? The answer to that is yes on both counts. Uh, the only one that is not voting for uh, McCarthy right now is uh, Congressman Ralph Norman. He is the only person from South Carolina, as far as I know, that has voted against McCarthy for Speaker of the House. So, it's, I, I, honestly, I think it's going to be a long night. I really do. I mean, a lot of people are saying, listen, if you want to find out a really good reason that to vote against McCarthy, Scarborough wants him to win. Joe Scarborough over on Morning Joe. He was the guy. So we'll see. Lauren Bobart voting against McCarthy. Of course, Matt Gates voting against McCarthy. I think they can only have six holdouts. I think they can only have six holdouts. And right now, Jim Jordan has got, at least on the first ballot, he had six. Um, Representative Biggs got 10. But again, I think this is a good deal. I think this is refreshing to sit back and watch because this isn't, this is, apparently this is not a Congress that is just going to stand up for the most part and say, okay, we'll just acquiesce to what everybody else is want, everybody else wants. These are the people that are in there that are actually fighting. Let's see, Charlie, how many votes did McCarthy get in the third round? He went from 2,200 uh, to 79 in the second round. I haven't got the numbers on the third round yet. Charlie, Jim Jordan has said he does not want the job of Speaker of the House. I know. How do I know that? Because he was the guy that nominated McCarthy. I just, and that's another interesting thing. I mean, here's Jim Jordan nominates McCarthy and all these other people again. No, we're not going with the guy you nominated. We're going with you. So I don't know how it's going to work out, but I do know that things are nuts right now. And again, I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see it. Even though the folks over at MSNBC are losing their mind. Listen, this is Nicole Wallace. This is Nicole Wallace talking about Republicans. Here we go. I, you know, what is it? The, the nine stage, 11 stages of grief. You know, I, I, I got past um, real grief at watching a party I had served and for many years helped build turn into a coalition that is exactly as David Jelly describes, one that makes room and space and holds space in its coalition for white nationalists, white uh, supremacists, uh, um, and the very same groups who are now targets of domestic violent extremism in this uh -huh. country. Yes. Not to mention anti-vaxxers who okay. have the deaths of thousands of Americans on their hands. I mean, it, it has become a wash in everything that is dark. That said, I'm not sure that I could articulate the differences between these 19 and what Kevin McCarthy stands for. Well, then why are you? Then why are you doing it? If you if you can't tell the difference between McCarthy 
and the 19 people that are voting against him, then why are you running your mouth, Nicole Wallace? Why are you standing up and uh, calling these people anti-vaxxers and they've got the deaths of thousands of Americans on their hands? What about the thousands of Americans that have actually been harmed by the vaccine? In fact, it's more than just thousands. It's a lot more than that, Nicole Wallace. Why should she care? Why, Honestly, why should she care? Does that make you wonder why Nicole Wallace is so upset that they didn't just blank check Kevin McCarthy into the Speaker of the House position? Does that not give you pause to wonder? It does me. We'll be right back. This is the Charlie James Show, 106.3 WRD. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
I love this from the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. Charlie, clear something up for me. Um, so when the white smoke comes out of the house's chimney, that means they have elected a new speaker, and the black smoke means that a new speaker has not been elected. But I would love to see something like that. You know how when they elect a pope and they determine, you know, whether a pope's been elected by what color comes out of the chimney there? I would love to see something like that. That would be more dramatic than sitting here watching on CNN, uh, 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 C-SPAN and anything like that. I mean, wouldn't you just have the crowds all gathered around? So let's see. Uh, so we got a couple of people out there that are. I don't feel like they fully understand what's going on. This is Representative Bill Hazinga, and he is casting his vote, and we'll let him tell you why. Hi, Zinga. McCarthy. Because I'm interested in governing Kevin McCarthy. He votes for Kevin McCarthy. Oh, so now you're interested in just governing for the sake of governing? Or are you uh, interested in governing for getting the right things done? Because right now, a lot of people just don't trust it. This is this is called governing. This is part of the process. This is it. And this is what happens when a group of people don't like the way things are going in Washington, D.C. <clears throat> and I, I'm, I'm all for it. Newt Gingrich is not a big fan of what's going on right now. I was impressed that even when the rebels uh, decided to... Cons- now they're rebels. Now you're rebels. You're not just concerned representatives. Now you're rebels. I was impressed that even when the rebels uh, decided to consolidate around Jim Jordan, who, of course, had just nominated uh, Kevin McCarthy, <clears throat> the number of votes didn't change. They didn't get any new votes. So I'm looking to the third, fourth, and fifth ballots to see what's going to happen. My guess is that McCarthy, in fact, will in the end be speaker. I wrote a newsletter recently pointing out that it was Kevin or chaos because, I mean, if, if for any reason uh, the radicals were to somehow be able to drive him out. Wait a minute. Hold on. First, you're rebels. And now you're radicals. No, you're sounding awful like a Democrat. You sounded like uh, the, the, the old Nicole Wallace. They would have established a precedent that anybody else can do the same thing. Uh, Lincoln warned about this in his first inaugural and said, the problem with secession is once you establish that right, everybody can secede from everybody. Well, uh, the five who started this fight have now given every other member of the House Republican Party uh, the moral right to go out and find four friends and have the same chaos. Okay. Okay. Oh, 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 you meant that is a bad thing. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, do you? I thought you were. I thought that was. I thought you were. Uh, you know, giving them some advice. You, you meant that is a bad thing. No, I think this is a good thing. I think this is a good thing. Those people were elected <clears throat> by their constituents to do exactly what they're doing right now. Representative uh, Byron Donalds has flipped his vote. Donalds. Jordan. Going to Jordan. <clears throat> so all these people that I mean why why are they so why are they so concerned? 
Well, they're so concerned. Hey, Charlie, I'm glad to see people representing voters, right? Isn't that great to actually see this process working out the way it was designed to do? And if, if, if backroom deals are going to be made, then they're going to be made. But they will have to be made to make sure that we, the actual conservatives in this country, are represented. And we don't just have a House of Representatives that's going to go along with every inkling of the Democrat Party. I'm okay with this. I really, really am. In fact, I'll be honest with you, I'm enjoying it. I am really enjoying it. Charlie, wasn't Newt Gingrich a rebel in uh, his day in Congress? Yeah, he thought he was. Thought he was. But I'm completely happy with what's going on. I'm completely happy with this process. And again, I'm enjoying it a lot. A lot. Because I want the, the next person to hold that gavel to know that there are people in the House of Representatives that are actually going to stand up and fight. That does my heart. Hey, I can think of no better way to start 2023 than a good fight in the House of Representatives. I think it's great. I really do. Uh, somebody wants to know if Congressman Timmons uh, supported um, Kevin McCarthy. He did. We'll talk to him about that. Coming up in just a minute, Congressman Timmons is going to be calling into the program right after the bottom of the hour news. So you want to be listening out for that. Ingalls Market Talk Line. No, I'm sorry. Is now the GS Plumbing Talk Line. 800-347-1063. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line 71307. And, of course, we are coming to you from the Brock Tax Settlement Studio at 1063WRD. Charlie, every true American should be in contempt of Congress. You're right. That should, that should not be a position that is held in all that much esteem. It really shouldn't. And why we decided to, uh, to, to make those people, you know, the elites among us, air quotes here, uh, I have no idea. But there you go. All right, what else? We, we got so much happening. Oh, 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 Tim, 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 Tim. Jeremy Renner. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I heard about that earlier today. Now, he was in Avengers, right? What did he, what role did he play in Avengers? He was Hawkeye. He was Hawkeye. He is in critical but stable condition in the hospital after running himself over with a snowplow outside his Lake Tahoe, uh, Lake Tahoe home in Nevada. Did you hear about that? I mean, luckily he had a doctor that was a next-door neighbor came out and applied a tourniquet to his leg, so that had to be a pretty uh, bad injury. He also apparently had blunt force trauma to the chest, but he ran himself over with a snowplow. I think it was a snowcat um, at his Lake Tahoe. I keep saying that. Lake Tahoe home uh, in Nevada, so um, concerns there. Is he, is he going to be okay? Do, do we, we don't know. Uh, don't know yet. He had to have two surgeries, so... I hope we'll see he's what, okay. I really do. Yeah, I do too. I mean, he, he seemed to be a pretty good actor, and he was, uh, of course, uh, a lot of fun. Um, so the mid-season finale of Yellowstone was last night. The Paramount Network is saying you're going to get the second half of the season starting this summer. So you uh, Yellowstone folks out there. And speaking of Yellowstone, did you? <laughs> there are people out there that are actually saying that Yellowstone is a series, 
a television show about white grievance. Yes, you you heard me right. White grievance. That's that's what it it is. <laughs> oh my goodness. These people. They're absolutely nuts. Every single one of them. Are they not? They they don't want you to have anything. They don't want you to have any fun. They don't want you to have any uh you know, and they don't want you to sit down just just watch your watch watch your favorite television show. No, it's white grievance is what it is. <laughs> just leave us alone and shut up. Let us uh, let us enjoy. So I guess so. Um, the um, was it Maverick with Tom Cruise? That was also white grievance. I guess. I guess that's what it was. Maverick. Oh. Maverick. Oh, that sounds familiar. What Maverick? Yeah, that was the movie with Tom Cruise. It was the Top Gun. Um, oh, you okay? I was thinking about a different movie called Maverick. Oh, there's probably. A hundred of them. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the actor's name that plays. Um, he's so popular. It's right on the tip of my tongue. I'll think about no it. Idea. I'll think about it during the break. All right. All right. We'll, do that. Well, we'll take a break <laughs> while Tim thinks about that. We'll be back with Congressman Timmons coming up next right here on 106.3 WRD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Joining us now is Congressman William Timmons. Congressman Timmons, a big day on the Hill today. Which ballot are we on right now? Welcome to the program, and Happy New Year, by the way. Charlie, thanks for having me. Happy New Year. Uh, it has been a, a very interesting day in the Capitol. I tell you, um, we just finished our fourth vote, and we adjourned until noon tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> we got 19 and 20 holdouts, and... Uh, we got to elect a speaker because we got to get to work for the American people. We're not going to solve any of our problems until we uh, cross this first threshold. And I'm hopeful that uh, we can find a pass forward tomorrow. Well, you've only got 129 ballots to go before you set the record. So 
<laughs> so that might be that might be some uh, some hope for you. So what do what, what the people that are holding out against uh, McCarthy are? Have you talked to any of them? Do you know what they want? What are they looking for? Do they really want Jordan to be the Speaker of the House? I mean, he doesn't want the job apparently, but they're still nominating him. I've talked to many of them, and initially their goal was to reform the rules package to empower members to basically take control from leadership. And I support that. I think it's great. And they've done that. They've literally been given virtually all of their demands. The only one that they haven't is the motion to vacate from uh, they wanted one to five right now. Um, You know, they have come so far. Leadership has come so far in accommodating their demands. Um, uh, The rest of the conference is getting um, a bit vexed by this process. I'm not sure how much longer it's going to continue. There's a number of procedural mechanisms to force the issue, and I think that's what we're going to be seeing here in the coming days. Um, The thing that frustrates me the most is they can't tell me, like, this is what I want. And I've I've talked to a number of them, five or six of them already, and I'm just like, give me your list of demands. What is it? What do you want to to get this country uh, back on the right foot to actually fire Nancy Pelosi? That's what we should be doing. We should be firing Nancy Pelosi. We should be populating our committees. We should be sending subpoenas. We technically could have already been sending subpoenas to DOJ and to the FBI and to Homeland Security being like, why are you failing at your jobs? What are you doing? Is it, uh, but is we're it, not doing that. We're still, we're still spinning our wheels. Is it not enough that they just don't trust Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House? Uh, you know, I, I hear that from them, except for the fact that what's the alternative? There's not an alternative at this point. And they think that somebody's going to come out of the woodwork and be the alternative. Um, the only alternative that I see is five or ten Republicans that are super moderate saying, to hell with this, we're going to go work with the Dems to create a compromise speaker. And I can promise you that person can be the most liberal Republican in the history of this country. So uh, I, that's not the path forward. And I don't see a way that they can achieve their objectives other than to hold the, the, the legislature hostage and have a gun to their head. I mean, it's just, it, it, this is not a productive um, endeavor and it's not going to work. And I, I fear that the uh, outcome is going to be far worse than they imagine. What, what are some of the, you talked about certain procedures that they could, uh, could be used to, to move the process along. We're talking with Congressman William Timmons. What are, what are some of those procedures that could be used? A majority vote uh, would allow it to go from 218 of or a majority of those present and voting to a plurality. So if that happened, then the 20 people that were voting um, for someone other than McCarthy would elect Jeffries by doing that. Um, that's a, a, a nuclear option, if you will. But at the end of the day, if these people, and don't get me wrong, I mean, uh, a number of the members have said that they'd rather have Jeffries and McCarthy, which is just beyond my comprehension. I mean, to, to say that the American people just voted to send a Republican to control the House and for these people to say, no, we're going to take a Dem instead. Um, it's irresponsible and it's legislative malpractice. So I don't agree with the manner in which they're operating. Uh, Speaker-elect McCarthy has negotiated in good faith and made major changes to the rules package. Made let's, major let's talk about the rules package. What changes have been made for this legislative session? Uh, well, so... Th- I guess there's conference rules and then there's house rules. We'll just go with house rules. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the house rules, the motion to vacate was reinstated and it was it, it's down to five. Um, they wanted one, but 
five is still there. If, if, if they can get one person to do it, they can get five. Um, <clears throat> there's a germaneness issue. So right now in the Omni, there's just all this nonsense. And it, basically it's a single subject issue. You can't put a, a unrelated bill onto a, another vehicle, which is huge. Um, we're going to pass 12 appropriations bills, which, again, we either do minibuses or omnibuses. Um, there is a, a scoring issue with the Congressional Budget Office. Basically, any bill that has an impact on either the deficit or on inflation, um, that has to be part of the process. There's a 72-hour rule. So you know how I complain all the time about getting a 1,000 to 4,000-page bill yeah. hours before uh, we read it? 72 hours before it has to be released. Um, suspensions, which is a, a vote that requires a larger threshold and less procedural mechanisms, normally they do those day up. Um, this actually requires five days in advance. Uh, I could keep going on and on. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's so much better, and it empowers members to, to legislate. And it brings us back to what we call regular order, because right now Speaker Pelosi and Leader Schumer have been basically – jamming stuff at the last second with no uh, actual member input. The staff write it, keep it in a little box until Christmas Eve, and then they bring it out. Oh, we're voting on that. That's how we've been doing things. So going back to regular order allows members to actually engage in their committee work, and it creates a product that has input. It's how it's supposed to work. Um, and, you know, one of the most frustrating things is that the same people that are trying to say that we need to empower members to, to, to engage in policymaking and actually legislate and not let leadership do it, are then saying, Speaker like McCarthy, you have to do this budget over here that removes the entire regular order. So they're talking about both sides of their mouth. And it's the most frustrating part because you can't say you have to do this budget that's developed by the Republican Study Committee and then say, but we want regular order. Those are two con totally contradictory statements. So it's just been a very frustrating day. I think a lot of the members are getting tired of this, and I do think that we're going to come to a resolution tomorrow. Um, I'm very good friends with a number of the people that are, are engaging in these tactics. I do not think they will be successful, and I think they're going to regret the manner in which they've um, done so. So I guess we'll see, though. We will see. If it goes to a, uh, like you said, the resolution to go with a plurality, and uh, do you feel like these people are, is it forcing their hand, though? I mean, th th these, these people feel like they're doing the right thing. They feel like they don't want McCarthy to be speaker. They don't trust him um, mm -hmm. to do the, the, the will of their constituents. So now you're trying to force their hand by saying, listen, it's either, it's either you, you go with McCarthy or you go with Jeffries. Make your choice. So that's exactly what it's doing. And again, the fact that we have uh, a handful of people holding the Republican conference hostage, 89% um, of the Republican conference voted for Kevin McCarthy to be the next speaker. And the fact that we have a narrow majority and a number of people are basically banding together to say, well, not unless we get, and Charlie, this is the thing that makes me the most mad. They're asking for committee assignments as a result, in order to get their vote. So, you know, the way that the, the committee assignments work here, you're before the steering committee, you got to help members get elected, you got to be a good policymaker, you got to been here a while so you know what you're doing. They're trying to circumvent all that and um, basically force the speaker to tell the, 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 the steering committee that we're going to have these people in these spots and in these leadership spots. It is, it is, Absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, that's exactly what's going to. It's going to but I mean, but are we are to, we pretending like that doesn't happen on a regular basis though? 
Um, I was on steering for four years. McCarthy never once weighed in, um, and he only has four votes out of 31. So, I mean, you know, the steering committee is the best way that uh, it, it has ever operated in the history of the Republican conference. Previously, uh, Speaker, uh, I guess, Gingrich had I think, 10 or 12 votes. Um, over time, it has, it has basically devolved the power into the members. So there's regional representation, there's leadership representation. Um, if you want to win the battle of ideas, you have to convince your colleagues. If you want to get elected to Congress, you've got to convince your constituents. If you want to get on a committee, you have to convince your, your conference. That's just, it's just a different system. Um, so nobody's entitled to be on the way to means. Nobody's entitled to be on armed services or on the rules committee. Um, but they want to basically hold the entire Republican conference and the country hostage. We need to be sending subpoenas to Secretary Marcus. We need, we need to be sending uh, subpoenas to the FBI to ask them why they're paying Twitter millions of dollars um, to, to censor Hunter Biden's laptop. We need to get to work. But instead, we're spinning our wheels. And as far as it seems to me, they're happy spinning our wheels for as long as it takes for them, them to get what they want, which is a more conservative speaker. And there is no way in the world that that's going to happen. Uh, one, Kevin McCarthy, his number one, his, his top three priorities are debt, deficit spending, um, COVID, I'm sorry, sorry, China, and education, making sure that the woke left doesn't infect our, uh, our schools. So those are conservative priorities. He's, he votes pro-life. He does the, the best he can to get the best legislation possible um, given our divided government. So, I mean, he's earned this. He has delivered more seats every term that he's been leader. Uh, he's raised hundreds of millions of dollars. He's going to get across the finish line, and um, my friends that are causing problems need to come, come to their senses and, and help achieve that objective. All right, I guess you guys will start back up to tomorrow at noon. Noon tomorrow, yes, sir. Noon tomorrow, we'll be watching. Congressman William Timmons, thanks as always. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. Be well. Thank you. Bye. Take care. We'll be right back. This is the Charlie James Show, 1063 WRD. And a very happy new year to all of you out there. I hope 2020, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I hope 2023 is absolutely phenomenal for you. I hope it, I mean, I know it's looking, you know, odds are against us. But we've overcome before. 
And I really do. I hope 2023, I mean, with everything that was going on, it, you know, my wife and I were looking back on New Year's about, you know, with every, even with everything going on, 2022 was a great year for us. And it wasn't, I mean, the only reason that it was so great was because we just, we spent time together. We got involved in pickleball. We really got involved in the neighborhood. We just, so many great things happened in 2022. And I certainly expect that to continue in 2023. And we need to really start talking about and thinking about gratitude. Being grateful for what you have. Being grateful for who you have. Got word last night that a guy I knew for 10 years, 10 years when I was down in Charleston, died. He was 41 years old. He was an attorney down there, David Ayler, died in his home at the age of 41. I know the question that is going through your mind right now. The answer to that is, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know the cause of death. I don't know what happened. But I do know that I was as shocked as I could be. This is a guy I saw every single week for 10 years when I was down in, in the low country. Dead at the age of 41. People were just in shock. Couldn't believe it. Not only appreciate what you have, but we really need to be very thankful for who we have in our lives. And I'm very thankful for you guys. I am every single day. Every, you don't know how many times during the vacation I was like, oh, oh, I wish I could go. Oh, I would really love to talk about. Oh, I would just. But so glad to be back. Missed you guys. I really, really did. We're getting word now that we do have some thunder and lightning in the area. Wow. Charlie, it's thundering and lightning pretty good in downtown Greenville right now. Time to get that dog walk over with. Yeah, you might want to get, uh, get under some cover there. So what does it mean, Tim, when it, when it thunders in January? What does it mean? Do you have any idea? It's storming in January. Well, that's one thing that it means, <laughs> absolutely. But there's an old wives' tale. Can you even say that anymore? There's an old spouse's tale, I guess you, you got to say now. Um, no, young, there's just a, there's just a thing. <laughs> Does it, is it mean it's going to snow? Yes. Yeah. It, it means actually a couple of things. Thunder in January means we will have, because it's January the 3rd right now. It means we will have frost on April 3rd. How about that? And this is based on the fact that if it's warm enough to produce thunder in the middle of, in the middle of winter, there must eventually be a return to below normal temperatures. Kind of like we saw over the Christmas holidays. There is a, any, anything that would point to that being weeks or months following the thunder, but a lot of people that uh, they go with the weather folklore think that it will happen more often than not. May not be the exact, exact date, but it will probably be around that same time. So again, look for frost around the 3rd of April. Also, thunder in the winter means snow in 10 days. That's right, if thunder happens with a cold front, um, the thunder happens with a cold front, so the temperature is going to drop. The colder air that follows may be the setup needed for snow to develop in the few days down the road. How about that? So mark these dates on your calendar. I, I'm, I'm going to mark them. I want to see if they're January true. the 13th, which is 10 days from now, 
if the old wives tale holds true, we will have snow and around April 3rd, we will have frost here in the upstate. Okay. Okay. There you go. All right. So there you go. Let's see. uh, Again, the the GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-347-1063. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. Charlie, who did you say died? Oh, I'm sorry. It was was a friend of mine, David Ayler, an attorney down in Charleston. Great guy. Dead at the age of 41. Don't know the cause of death. But it's just one of those. I mean, that was shocking to hear last night. Charlie, the Republicans could mess up a two-car funeral. You know what, though? I'm, I'm just, I am not having as much problems with what is going on as Representative Timmons is having. Because, see, this is, this to me is the same way that we have, the, or the same reason that we have the filibuster. Right? And, of course, the Democrats want to do away with the filibuster. Because that actually gives the minority some power. Well, the same thing is happening in the House of Representatives right now. You've got a minority group of people who are looking for some concessions in order to change their vote. Some of them say they're never going to change them, but we will see what happens in the next couple of days. I don't know if this is going to be resolved tomorrow or not. We'll see. We'll be right back. This is the Charlie James Show, 106.3 WRD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.